0: Ahoy, Nickelodeon fans, and welcome to This Week in Nickelodeon History. My name is Captain Eric, and I'll be covering all of the Nickelodeon shows that either started or ended between the times of February 20th to February 26th. And I do apologize about the lateness of this episode, kind of a freak accident that happened, Uh, ended up having the power shut off at my house for... Uh, one day and two nights, not a fun experience. And just through a, a bit of miscommunication that happened. Um, I'll tell you what, though, if you ever need motivation to get stuff done around your house, shut the electricity off for, for a day. Have that off. Uh, of course, if you have heat, don't put yourself in any sort of danger. But without the distractions of even lights, you are able to get a tremendous amount of work done around your home. So I, I took I took the the gray cloud with a silver lining. Um, and, and everything is back to normal as of now. But we do have a bit of a shorter week this week. Um, but with that, I do want to address the future of this week in Nickelodeon history. This is episode number 48. After this, we have 49 50, 51, and then episode 52 is going to be the last episode of this iteration of this week in Nickelodeon history, and over the last few weeks, I've talked to a few fans, a few uh, uh, contemporaries out there, just over ideas on what to do with the show, and I just wanted to be as transparent as uh, humanly possible and at least give you a, a bit of information uh, ahead of time. The biggest piece of of information I can give you this week in Nickelodeon history and its upcoming change is that this show will no longer be featured on the feed for I'm Ready a SpongePod Squarecast. So, if you are a regular listener of this show, and you want to continue listening to This Week in Nickelodeon History, starting with episode one of the uh, the new format, it will be its separate audio podcast, so that means if you listen to us through Spotify, uh, through Apple Podcasts, through Google Podcasts, This Week in Nickelodeon History by Captain Eric will just be its own show for you to look up. Now, if you would like to just follow me in one place to have all of the shows, that is going to be strictly for the YouTube channel. So everything from Captain Eric will be on YouTube, but uh, at least for audio podcasts, I'm going to keep them separately. So if you're a fan of just the SquareCast, things will just stay as they are with that show. Um, and, and I think that'll work for the best. I, I don't want to just throw everything on this one feed. This feed ha- ha always started out with the SquareCast, will end with the SquareCast, um, and and will be strictly for the SquareCast or any episodes that I connect with that. So this show will move, um, and it, it'll change slightly, but it's not going to be such a, a drastic change that um, it's going to sound entirely different. But... On to this week's This Week in Nickelodeon History episode. As we look back one year ago uh, to February 20th, 2021, Power Rangers Dino Fury premiered on Nickelodeon. This show would initially start on Nickelodeon, but would eventually move over to Netflix uh, as Netflix became the, the future, the now and future home of the Power Rangers, which has bounced around from. Uh, Disney had them for a while, then Nickelodeon was the home for Power Rangers. I think Netflix is a is a better home for them in, in general. Power Rangers have this, this weird history in America. It might not seem weird if you only know of them of the Power Rangers, but for those that don't know, uh, the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, the original series that, that started it all in, in North America, is actually, I believe, the 16th season of, of a show in Japan, the the original show called Super Sentai, and what ended up happening was that by the time Super Sentai had their their dinosaur season, it was around the time in the in the late 80s, early 90s. Producer Haim Saban took uh, the footage of Super Sentai, all of the fight scenes, all of the giant monster battles, the Megazord, took all of that. And, and used that footage with new footage that he shot with American actors in a school and, and put a whole new story to the Power Rangers. Um, I mean, it just completely took an idea switched it up and made it an, almost an entirely new franchise in America where every time a Super Sentai season would end, it would essentially, you know, rinse and repeat, take all of the fight scenes and craft stories for American audiences, reusing all of all of that footage, but then only having to create basically half of a show. One half is already done. You have to film the other half, and then you have to redub your voices all over the choreography, all over the fight scenes and whatnot. Uh, it, it's an incredibly smart idea, and it blew up. and Power Rangers have been a mainstay for for three plus decades uh, in this in this country, and it, it's been an absolutely wonderful time uh, seeing them grow, seeing new Power Rangers fans. I I stopped being a fan. Very early on in the Mighty Morphin days, once Tommy Oliver took over as leader and and Jason was gone as a kid, I felt I felt weird about that. And I kind of stopped watching. I I watched the first movie in theaters because it was a a Power Rangers movie and it was, you know, anything on a big screen is going to get my attention. But I, I never actually sat down and watched Power Rangers since I was a kid and and since then of course there have been reboot movies and and different iterations and and Power Rangers lives on with a massive fan base today as big as it was when it first debuted I would even argue to say even bigger with the amount of time it's been on so it's an incredible franchise like I said this show is still not on Nickelodeon it got its start there its second season debuted on Netflix and if you're a Power Rangers fan let me know what you think of Dino Fury. It's always exciting for me, um, as a Mighty Morphin fan, though, to see anytime the the Power Rangers franchise go back to the the dinosaur era. Because even though for Super Sentai that may not be, you know, the most nostalgic. I, I don't want to speak for fans. I imagine the sixteenth season might not be the most memorable. But you know, for us, those dinosaurs, the mammoth, it just those are as as iconic as you can get hand in hand when it comes to the term Power Rangers. So I, I love seeing them continue to use that, uh, that aesthetic with, uh, with that show. 17 years ago, on February 21st, 2005, Avatar The Last Airbender premiered on Nickelodeon. Created by Michael Dante DiMartino and Brian Kowietzko, the show ran for three seasons of 61 episodes, and, uh, you know, for, for all intent purposes, may be narratively the greatest... Nicktoon to ever exist, and I and I say that specifically narratively because it's hard to just generically call Avatar the the best Nicktoon ever. I I mean for me, the the term Nicktoon means a whole lot more than just your story, than your character and your and your writing. There there's a feeling there to it, and although Avatar is not in the classic sense a Nicktoon, it is still uh, an absolutely impressive achievement to have been done. On that network, given, you know, everything that preceded it, it, it certainly is a one of a kind Nicktoon. And I think that's why it has stayed such a, a special property in fans hearts is that it really g- generally feels like a one of a generation show, a show that comes along who's Story is so enthralling, has a, a beginning, a middle and an end. And for everybody to be there to have witnessed that finale, it didn't overstay its welcome. It had a nice, solid three year run and and to culminate in, in what may be one of the greatest television finales in history to to fully culminate a story like that. It's it's special. We We don't get many shows like that. And we certainly don't get many shows like that in children's television so there are multiple reasons as to why this this show this concept this franchise has stood the test of time you're you're, here's one thing you don't need a show to go on for 10 plus years to have 100 plus episodes for it to make an impact on people because ultimately what it boils down to is when you have a show like this that is is finite and it's it's you know a nice little show with a with a bow on top it's finished you can hand that off to people and go watch this it's a very easy watch it's not like a show that's been on you know for 12 seasons i've had people countless times tell me on how great supernatural is and it's not like i i don't believe them but 12 seasons and i granted i've had fans tell me that you can stop after a certain amount of time but either way when somebody comes at you with a show that massive that like you need to watch all of this they could absolutely be right, but the thought on on starting something so monumental, unless you're already in a, in a mode where you can binge literally anything, uh, unless you're in that kind of mode, uh, uh, watching something like that sounds like a daunting task. It, it certainly can be, but this is a show that I literally feel comfortable going up to anybody and saying, it. it it's three seasons, it's a c- very quick watch, and it's a story that, to me, just doesn't overstay its welcome. They perfectly crafted what needed to happen and what you didn't ever really expect to happen and just blow you away as a fan. So not only did you get those moments that you were like, I figured this would this would come up. You get these moments that you just come out of complete left field and, and leave you speechless. Um, I, I could sit here and talk literally all day on how great Avatar The Last Airbender is. I don't need to, because there's... there's The show stands for itself, for one, but it has an absolutely rabid fan base out there that that makes uh, better Avatar The Last Airbender content than I, I will ever hope to make. I love the show, um, but I, I just... I feel like there are those out there that represent the show a lot better. I'm the SpongeBob guy. I'm not the Avatar The Last Airbender guy. Uh, but absolutely, if you have never watched... Avatar The Last Airbender, do yourself a favor and 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 find a way to watch that show, whether or not you can stream it, buy it on DVD, Blu-ray, however, it is well worth your time. It, like I said, it, it's not something that overstays its welcome. It has a beginning, a middle, and end. You can easily get it done and, and watch through and and you'll be happier for it. Let me tell you. I, I highly doubt that many people will be able to watch that show and feel worse for it afterwards. I, I just I can't imagine. That happening uh, very often. Uh, I threw this in here as just a nice little extra for me. Just just a little bit of extra uh, Nickelodeon content to talk about here. Because we, we had a bit of a light week on this end. Uh, but a show that premiered 17 years ago on February 21st, 2003. Actually, no, that's not 17. That's 19 years ago. I was still on Avatar. 19 years ago on February 21st, 2003 corneal and bernie premiered uh not on nickelodeon but on its uh on its original network france three over in france corneal and bernie or as it's known in its native uh land watch my chops was a show that was brought over and was among some of the nicktoons network original shows that they put on the nicktoons network now one would think, "Hey, you have all you know decade plus of Nicktoons, all these episodes. You can just have those running and reruns at nauseam on their on your own network. But, what's going to get people to really tune over to the network and that's going to be those never before seen original cartoons and when the nicktoons network launched it had a small handful of them and and over time they continued to have original shows that you would never be able to watch anywhere else i i mean never be able to sounds like a a big thing but these kind of shows aren't airing on the initial nickelodeon channel these are our nicktoons network Usual exclusives, but for Cor- for me, Cornel and Bernie was a real fun time to watch. When I first got a hold of the Nicktoons network, that was the kind of show I was tuning on to because I, I love those classic Nicktoons and I would want them airing on my television, but for some reason it was just this idea of like, wait a minute, you have this entire network for the Nicktoons, but you also have these other shows that are not Nicktoons, but okay, I'll, I'll check them out. And you know what? I enjoyed Corneal and Bernie for what it was. I've talked about it here uh, on the show before. Um, you know, if I can get a chance to talk about Corneal and Bernie and, and bring a light to it, maybe it can make another fan out there. The show is about uh, a, a young boy who is dog sitting, a dog who has the ability to talk to humans. That That's all you really need to know about the show, you could probably gauge where it goes to from there, but um, it, it has had a, a decent longevity over time. It was created by Stephen Frank and Emmanuel Frank, ran for two seasons of 104 episodes, didn't finish its run until April of 2016. I, I believe between the, the two seasons, there was a massive gap of time, and when it came back, I think they had a completely different art style. Like, it was in Flash animation instead of uh, whatever they were using in season one, so it was a little bit jarring with that with that animation change. Anytime they change to something like that, I mean, it happened to the Fairly Odd Parents, so it can happen to Cornel and Bernie. But if you've never checked it out, I, I think it's it's worth a, a shot for you to to check out. I you never know how you're gonna feel about something until you watch it. Give it give it a shot. Let me know what you think about it. Uh, maybe you'll make maybe I'll make a fan out there of Cornel and Bernie. A show I forgot to uh, put ahead of a few in this list, but I'm not going to worry too much about it. Uh, Twelve years ago on February 21st, 2010, Schoolgirls, the movie, premiered on Nickelodeon. Uh, But I'm actually going to end today's episode with a show I forgot, which happens from time to time. And I I had somebody mention that I kind of forgot this big one, although... Um I it just kind of it, it came and went things happen I do apologize but 15 years ago on February 19th 2007 we had the premiere of El Grey The Adventures of Manny Rivera the show created by Jorge R Gutierrez and Sandra Equea the show ran for one season of 26 episodes I absolutely adore LT Grey to me, it's one of the most underrated Nickelodeon shows in the in the channel's history, easily in the top three for me, and, and probably I would even say it's going to be in the top two. Uh, this show deserved to go on longer than than just one season. I, I felt like they just didn't really even get to to take a real bite into the stories they could have told in this world. Beautifully set up as uh, as the young boy Manny Rivera. Uh, known as the the hero/anti-hero lt gray and the reason i say that because uh, manny has an interesting life in which his father is one of the world's greatest superheroes Uh, White Pantera and his grandfather is one of the world's greatest super villains Puma Loco and El Tigre finds himself constantly in the middle of of wanting to do right but also want to have a little fun out there and and be a little dangerous and what a story what a character to have what a conflict already I mean that's the elevator pitch right there on El Tigre. It, the show came and, and went. It, it barely, I think, got to make the kind of splash that I, I thought it would. Uh, but but Jorge has gone on to uh, make a bunch of wonderful projects. The Book of Life, Maya and the Three for Netflix. He has uh, some wonderful content under his belt. Uh, but I, I really hope, I know he's teased it uh, here and there, but I, I really hope that they're there is more life to be found with LT Grey i mean in this world where they're rebooting almost every show from the past on streaming services paramount plus please Give us another season or, or two of El Tigre. I mean, I, I feel like with the amount of time it's been, th- that the the idea of a kid stuck between wanting to do good and and wanting to have fun, be a little evil, uh, c- it could still work in this day and age. I mean, superheroes are as popular today as they've ever been, and I just feel like, given maybe a slightly updated art style, like the difference between the Proud family and the the Proud family louder and prouder update that 2D art style just an ever tad, and and I, I mean, The Book of Life and Maya and the Three are both absolutely gorgeous films, so I can only imagine with all of that under his belt what the world of, of uh, Miracle City would look like with a, a whole new look, but there's still something there. If you've never watched LT, great. Give yourself a shot. Watch a couple episodes. It, it's, a, it's a load of fun. I enjoy it. I apologize that I missed it. Um now February 19th was where they aired a sneak peek before the show you know officially premiered on March third, but but to me sneak peeks are our official premiere dates because it's not like they re-air that episode later on, uh like on the official release date. So uh but yeah that is this week in Nickelodeon history. Once again my name is Captain Eric and and once again in case you missed it, uh in just mere weeks this show will not be on this feed as you are currently listening to it. If you are a, a audio podcast listener. You'll be able to find This Week in Nickelodeon History as its own podcast. I'm actually, I might just keep the name. Uh, I kind of like it. It's straight to the point. I don't need to create anything fancy, but that'll be its own show. So uh, I will always have the uh, links of those, uh, that podcast in the SquareCast description. So even if you end up getting lost, there'll be a way to find yourself back. So as always, my name is Captain Eric, and this has been This Week in Nickelodeon History. Stay safe, everybody. Have a good week. We'll see you here next time. On the Lord Hot Hero Hot Nick On the Lord Hot Hero Hot Nick Nick. On the Rickety Low while living number one Nickelodeon